0: Hey everybody. You tuning in to Mad About It. I'm your host, Becky. Becky with the good hair. That's right. It's me. Today's episode, today's episode, we're going to talk about uh I mean, I guess the best way to refer to it is like being a top, being a bottom, being a switch, being all of the above. All right, you know whatever. Uh, sex roles. You know what do you what do you what do you do? What do you prefer? How do you identify as like a sexual being? Um, this kind of inherently goes with uh, uh dominant and submissive roles uh definitely some power play stuff that goes on with this but we gotta just you know we gotta level everybody on the same field we gotta like you know get everybody on the same page a bit like at least what everybody's saying um so we're gonna talk about you know tops bottoms which is how this all refers to lesbian sex so i don't know about you guys but um Nothing about our society prepared me for being a dyke. I'm still figuring it out. I feel like I have a decent amount of experience at this point being a dyke. I've been this way since forever. And, uh, yeah, I've been practicing. Also, um, I've, like, had enough experiences and been to enough sex clubs to understand that, like, this stuff is
1: the sort of thing that you could
0: talk about, like, ad nauseum for eternity. Like, there is not, there is not, like, a limit to the sort of stuff that you could talk about with this. Um, how do I even put this? Um... There's, there's, there's like, you know, it's so fluid, it's human sexuality, it's just so, so creative and eclectic and diverse, but also just like, uh, like indescribable. So, you know, if I don't describe something the way you like it being described, don't get mad at me, don't get mad at all. Just be like, Man, isn't it amazing how human sexuality is so diverse? So it's just indescribable, except for this thing that I know how to describe that I'm gonna angrily email Becky about. That's what that's for. All right, so moving on. What the heck? What are sex roles? Uh, you know, sexual preferences. Uh, So we remember when we had the gender studies triangle, we got our sex, we got our gender, and we got our sexuality. Sex is like the parts you have. Your gender is like how you feel about the parts that you have. And uh, uh, your sexuality is like how you play with it all. So uh, uh, your sexual preferences... Uh, that's like a totally different sort of thing even from your sexuality so it's a subcategory of sexuality you know what I mean so uh, uh all sexual preferences are under the umbrella of sexuality but they are, do not have like strong party ties uh. ugh my dog just farted and it was just it's awful it's awful I don't know I don't know if it's possible to do anything about this so um sex roles so you know top and bottom they're sex roles a lot of people would associate the top as being the person that penetrates and the bottom as the person that gets penetrated Uh, The thing about this is that it requires penetration uh, For understanding how the sex gets like Dealt with you know what I mean? So as a lesbian, I'm over here like Okay You know like how do I talk about myself sexually then? Like I, I, I am not, you know penetrating in a traditional sense, at least, you know, um, I know I've talked to straight guys that straight up just think that all lesbians are virgins, you know? And, um, I think, uh, I think that, uh, as, as queer women, we have to reject the idea that the only type of sex is penetrative sex, you know, everything else is foreplay. We have to reject that on principle because it really discredits our entire sexuality. Uh, even if you have the dildos, even if you have, like, the most, you know, I know guys that would say that there are, that that fisting isn't sex, but, but penis and vagina is. You know, penis and vagina is sex. To some people, the risk of impregnation is sex, you know. Uh, People are nuts, you know. So all I'm saying is that there's a lot of weird, super restrictive definitions of what sex is and isn't out there. Hopefully, if you're listening to my podcast, it's not a surprise to you that uh, sex that isn't just penis and vagina is sex, you know that two women having sex no dildo no you know guy in the closet is in fact sexual intercourse so um i'd say that 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 our sexual erasure is is like the biggest thing that's always being threatened you know lesbians are pretty much queer women any sort of any sort of uh You know, there's a lot of representations of uh, bisexual people in the media and in celebrities. A lot of best celebrities identify as bisexual. But, um, you know, the erasure is so real for bisexual people, but as as also lesbians. Uh, You know, the idea of two women being in love and sexually desiring each other and being sexually completely fulfilled by each other without penetration is too much for some people and um that's the whole fucking point of the podcast that's what i'm doing i'm trying to raise awareness of how ridiculous that is and i'm trying to get people to understand that sex is more than penis and vagina penis and vagina is fantastic that's not what i'm trying to say i'm not trying to say it's not as good i'm trying to say the other stuff is just as good or better Depends On your preferences uh, My own personal preferences I can't get off Unless I'm like Touching a pussy Just I love it I need it I would be fine Only ever just like Touching pussies You know I I, I, I just I don't enjoy Anything else Without that being around You know that's my own personal take on it so to me it's like to me the least exciting version of sex is penis and vagina and I love getting fucked I love penetration but to me the, the least exciting thing would be penis in my vagina because there's no pussy and, and unfortunately I'm a little bit of a genitaliophile and I like specifically vaginas like, I'm attracted to specifically vaginas. Um, this is something that is just, is part of my life. It's always been there. So, uh, yeah, um, the idea that sex is penis and vagina is bullshit and is super, super, super homophobic. Super homophobic. And uh, uh, the idea that sex has to have some sort type of penetration, obviously we should already know that that's, that's homophobic. Um, gay men do not nonstop fuck each other out the ass, Anita Bryant. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Anita. They don't eat poop. None of that shit happens. Literally, none of that shit happens. They're all very clean down there. If you've ever talked to a gay guy about his butt, you know how clean it is. They'll fucking tell you. They'll fucking tell you. I got a buddy. All I'm saying is he needs a blog. Alright? So. You don't need to get fucked in order for it to be sex. Uh, everything other than penis in vagina or penis in butt is not foreplay. I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make a radical claim right now, guys. I'm sorry if you're offended by me calling you guys, but, uh girls seems uh worse orgasm should be part of the definition of sex personally like I, I personally uh it starts at genital touching and to me if it's a if it's a legitimate full home run sexual encounter, it ends with an orgasm. And in my personal experience, I don't feel that sort of raw vulnerability with someone Unless I have orgasmed. I don't feel connected to somebody just by fucking them. Like just by them being inside me. I don't, I don't, that is not enough. If, if all they did was penetrate me and then roll over, I don't feel the same thing that I do when they make me orgasm. Because in my experience as a human woman, that orgasm requires a lot of trust and vulnerability to achieve, or just a lot of horniness. It's usually a a beautiful cocktail of trust, vulnerability and horniness and like attractiveness. Um, I'm very, very spoiled though. Uh, attractiveness is, like, always, always, always a 10. Um, but, anyway, we can have a whole, we can have a whole episode about, about, uh, how beautiful everybody in the world is. I have this curse where, um, it's talking to the same, the same guy that tells me way too much about his butthole. I was telling him about, uh, he was, like, he was dishing to me about how he... He got himself painted in a corner because he was like hanging out with some guy and they were just friends, and like the guy has feelings for him, but this guy, my my butthole friend, is like, uh, oh, you know, I, I we're just friends. And I'm like, well, did you tell him that you're just friends? Like, were you very clear? Of course he said no. Of course he's being, of course he's being super shady about it. And I was like, "Well, you're being really shady about it. You should straight up tell him I don't have any feelings for you. So if you you act like you have feelings for me, you know, blah blah blah, have the tough combo. But if you if you're a Mr. Nice Guy who hates confrontation, I guess that's too much for you. But um, he's gonna be so mad that I'm. He's gonna be so mad. Um, the guy lives in his building. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say this is not the first time that my my dear dear butthole friend." Uh, has been in a situation like this, you know why? Uh, the main reason we're friends is because we both love just intimately getting to know people, uh, it's almost always platonic and, uh, uh, it's a rare situation that he gets sexually invested with somebody. I'd say it's the same for me but I don't know about too rare um the whole point is is that uh, our shared mutual interest is like intimacy and I think some people just can't fucking deal with that like I think some people are are, are used to our like very a intimate. Culture, You know, like, I'd say we have a... We have a relatively aromantic culture right now with all the dating apps and stuff and the, the digital communications is just somewhat impersonal. There's also a lot of new ways to flir- flirt with all that stuff, you know, so you could say it's just romance has changed his face. I don't know. There's certain elements of romance that uh, digital communications cannot replicate. Anyway, um, but the whole deal is is uh, is uh, people... People aren't real anymore. Do you agree? I, I, people just straight up aren't real anymore. Um, everybody is there like fucking social media nonsense bullshit, and uh, being a real person seems to be something that is reserved for like people that you're trying to fuck. So like, my butthole friend is constantly in this situation. Where he's like friends with some gay guy, and the gay guy is like, "Listen, I'm in love with you," and butthole friend is like, no, "No, no, no," like we 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 watched a movie and played Final Fantasy for like 45 minutes, and you think that we are soulmates, you know? Like he does that with me. He does that with his 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 other. Fag hag friends, you know, he's got a lot of fag hag friends. I'm sorry, I know if I'm sorry if that offends you, term it's the goddamn truth, but uh, so uh, all I'm saying is, um, that intimacy should also be part of the definition of sex, in my opinion, but. Uh, I think the real beef is just that there's not a lot of intimacy in any of our relationships anymore. It's not really that sex has lost its intimacy. It's way more that that just relationships have lost their intimacy, I think. Um, as evidenced by my dear, dear butthole friend, constantly having like a trail of puppy dog tears for him wherever he makes friends. He's just a real dude. That's the all, that's the all. He's, he's 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 charming, he's cute. Yes, yes, yes. How good could anybody be? All he does is just talk to you like he's like you're like your real goddamn person. It shouldn't be so unusual. This is my point. I love I love my dear dear whole friend, but he should be he should be run of the mill. That's my goal. So I think I think uh a new definition of what is and isn't sexual intercourse is definitely on the table for uh, uh Becky's priorities. Right now, orgasm's gotta be part of it. And uh genital touching, genital contact. Uh The thing is, though, the thing is that mutual mutual masturbation is so hot, so hot, I had, uh, you can totally, you can totally orgasm right next to someone and not touch their genitals at all and have the best orgasm of your life. This is, like, not just possible, it's it's something that I enjoy. Just gonna, you know, it's TMI, but it is what it is. Um, I think that totally counts as sex. If you're staring at somebody's eyes and rubbing one out, and they're coming, and you're coming, and it's, like, this huge room full of coming, I'm sorry, what, what planet do we live on where that doesn't count as sex? And a sad quickie in the fucking movie theater bathroom where the girl like barely even gets wet counts as sex because there was a dick in her. That makes no sense to me. It makes no sense. It shouldn't make any sense to you. It shouldn't make sense to anybody. The only way that that makes sense is if you're playing by some dogmatic nonsense heteronormative rules that have no place in anybody's life procreative should not be a qual a qualifier for sex, Mike Pence, all right? Uh... If you're a queer person who thinks that penetration is like a must, uh, I don't know who you are, that's bizarre. Do you know why that doesn't exist? Because when you're a queer person, you're kind of forced to question this stuff if you're a lesbian if you're a bisexual woman and you're trying to have sex with a woman and the whole time you sit there thinking uh eh, well without penetration it's not really sex um i just can't imagine you're in that sort of predicament like who who would who would who would be like oh man i just spent like days weeks potentially months courting this woman that's usually the circumstance i get that casual lesbian sex happens but fucking stop exaggerating y'all it happened to you like once or twice maximum all right i feel like all i'm gonna say it's usually a long-ish courtship period so if you spent if you went through the trouble of trying to bang a dike are, are are you for real gonna be in the situation where where you're gonna be like oh well, it penetrated sex is 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 mandatory if that's if that's how you feel then you've got you've got a hang up get a heteronormative hang up. all right uh, hashtag heteronormative hangups so, uh, an example of a heteronormative hangup, um, uh, let's say you watched a ton of blowjob porn when you were a kid, and now you're a dyke, strap-on blowjobs are, like, super hot. Uh, is it a heteronormative hangup or is it a fetish? I think it's all sorts of different types of things. I think that, uh, I think that everybody should feel free to express themselves sexually. But, um, you know, if you're super fixated on needing a dildo or needing some sort of penetration in order to, like, fully validate your lesbian sex, I encourage you to just, like, take a few hundred steps back and look at where you were. And see if you're standing in a crowd of straight men. Because you very well may be standing in a crowd of straight men. I was. So, uh, I mean, let's just put it out there. When I was a teenager, I, like, tried to brainwash myself to be straight. By watching as much straight porn as I could. I was in a conservative household. I had heard both my parents say that gay people go to hell. I had heard both my parents say how glad they were that I wasn't a dyke. And looking back on it now, it's like the only reason you would ever have a conversation with your kid about how glad that you are that they aren't a dyke is if you think your kid is a dyke. Cause Lil Becky, Lil Becky was real dykey. Alright? But anyway. Try to brainwash myself to be straight, and then I ended up with a bit of a blowjob, like, fixation. For the first, like, two years of my sex life. So, from about, like, 17 to 19 to 20, I was just, like, fixated on all variations of types of blowjobs and figuring out ways to recreate that with my girlfriend, who, uh, was very polite about being confused. You know, um, it's not what you think about when you think about like lesbian sex. And we did all sorts of stereotypical lesbian sex things, but what was going on in my head were not stereotypical. Like I wasn't I wasn't physically attracted to the depiction of lesbianism that like is like common. Like I was not physically attracted to Like, the idea of going down on a woman. I was physically attracted to the idea of a woman going down on my dick. But also, I'm not trans and I don't have any desire to have a dick. But I needed some sort of, like conceptualization of arousal does that make any sense I needed some sort of like of finite concrete version of arousal and I swear to God people I swear to God the only reason I need that is because at that time in my life I could only understand sex and arousal as something that involves a penis and The only reason I'm telling all you this super fucking... Unbelievably embarrassing shit about myself. Unbelievably embarrassing shit about myself. Um, the only reason that I'm willing to do this, the only reason anybody would ever be willing to do this, is because they are pretty convinced that somebody else feels the same. I can't be the only person that had this happen. And I read an article, I'm gonna post it on the blog, don't worry about it. I read an article about a straight girl who has the same fixation. And she can only climax with her boyfriend when she mentally fantasizes about herself getting a, receiving a blowjob. So if a straight girl fucking a guy needs to imagine that she has a cock in order to get off, this is obviously not like a cock envy problem. I don't have penis envy. And I never have. I, I, if you have a pussy, why would why would anybody be envious of anything else? Like I, you know, unless you're trans. Like I get it. If you're trans, you wanna you wish you were you wish you were a different gender. I get that. You wish you had the genitalia that goes with the gender that you're supposed to have. I get that. I huge fan of being a lady. This lady, this cisgendered heterosexual woman in the article, is also a huge fan of being a lady both of us for a for a time in our lives i think hers is 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 perpetual i i i I grew out of mine when i took gender studies and had my whole brain exploded into a million pieces and when the dust settled and and the and the debris settled i realized wow i have a hook i have a hang up on penetrative sex. I have a hang up on sex being penetrative. And I have a hang up on needing some sort of phallus in order for the sex to be complete and legitimate. Once I realized that, once that once that like once that veil lifted, I was like, "Oh. So all this other stuff that I like doing way more is actually just as legitimate as all that other stuff because it's all just genitals on genitals or some variation of of something it's all the same it's just the perspective of the person that makes it different so if you uh love cunnilingus like myself but you have a fixation on dicks being a mandatory part of sex you're going to be performing your desired preferred sex act and feeling like somebody's watching you and thinking eh do you know what i mean this is a problem that uh, everybody has no matter what your gender but it's a it's an it's a it's an it's entirely like a self-esteem thing you know what I mean it's a self-esteem thing so unfortunately dykes out there unfortunately lesbians get a bad rap for self-esteem yeah so a community of people plagued by self-esteem plagued with depression plagued with suicidal thoughts plagued with poverty lesbians are some of the poorest of the gays you know two women. That means no man. That means nobody's getting paid a full dollar. You know, there are obviously some fucking amazing power dykes out there that make bank, but that is not the average, that is not the average lesbian. Uh, almost all the lesbians I know that are employed are like school teachers. Uh, they don't make a lot of money. Anyway, so off topic today. So if you have a fixation on penetration being a necessary qualifier for your sex whether or not you like live a body and a life that allows for that is kind of irrelevant you're still gonna get fixated on not being enough so the only thing that you can do is realize this get over it and start having the sex in the way that you want to have which is an unapologetic way. You need to have unapologetic sex. There is nothing about lesbian sex that is a substitution for anything. But if you're in this situation right now where you have a hard time imagining yourself as a sexually empowered woman because you don't have a phallus... Just understand that that is not, like, that strange. It's not that strange to live in a society that worships cock and feel like you're missing something because you don't have one. Again, we have one. It's called a pussy. It's got more features. It's You can do anything with it. And if you take testosterone you can literally grow a dick have you seen these trans guys you can grow a dick i i'm not saying like oh the click gets like they grow dicks all right you can penetrate with it i all i'm saying being a woman is the best everybody starts out as a woman in the womb we're all feminized uh fetuses and then we get more of the female hormones to turn into women or we get more of the male hormones to turn into men Uh, but we're all kind of a gender neutral feminized fetus everybody starts out as a lady so every single dick used to be a clit every dick on earth used to be a clit you know, chicken before the egg Uh, women women are are the foundation of, of all life if you don't, if you don't believe that, then shut to turn it off. I don't, you know, we have got nothing in common. So, this has been a huge, huge off-topic rant. I had this whole episode planned for 30 minutes, and here we are, it's 32. And we haven't even gotten through the fucking introduction. The first topic is... About how top and bottom and switch requires penetration in order to be a real concept. So, top, bottom and switch requires penetration to be part of sex in order for it to be a concept. Penetration is not a qualifier for sex. Intimacy should be a qualifier for sex. Orgasm should be a qualifier for sex. Communication should be a qualifier for sex. Um, arousal should be a qualifier for sex. Um... Connection should be a qualifier for sex. Sustainability, eh, who cares? But, so, you know, we get these ideas about sex from uh, our culture, from our society. Um, When I took gender studies, we talked about these aboriginal uh, people in Australia that uh, were found... Like, and they hadn't modernized at all and they talked about their sexual culture and um, the sexual culture of the village was uh, when a woman decided that she wanted to have a baby she would have sex with everybody in the village everybody in the village would have sex or anybody that wanted to be the father that's what it is, I'm so sorry, go back anybody that wanted to be the father of the baby had sex with the mom So, anybody that wanted to be considered a father automatically signed up by having sex with her, which means that that kid had, like, four or five dads, and it also means that that lady had four or five sexual partners, like, consecutively. Um, do you remember what episode did we talk about? Bonobos? Bonobos. Does anybody know how to say that? Can somebody can somebody leave like a sound clip on my on my on my Facebook page? How to say bonobos? Bonobos. I think it's bonobos. Let's say bonobos. So bonobos. Uh, sorry, one of our ancestors. Very very sexual type of monkey. Alright. It's a gorilla of some sort. so it's a primate of some right so it's a it's a very sexual primate, alright? Bonobos have group sex all the time. Uh Bonobos have gay sex, bonobos have lesbian sex, bonobos have group sex. Uh it's like super super common for a female bonobo to have multiple sexual partners. Uh Super, super common for these Aboriginal Australian people to have multiple sexual partners, and uh, it's super, super common for uh, women to fantasize full-grown human, you know, evolutionized, civilized, vaccinated women to have. Uh, I'm not, you know, I, I I am not saying that we're superior at all. Don't get don't get this confused. We're just vaccinated. Which is an advantage. But um please please vaccinate your kids. Like why is that something I need to say? Uh anyway, those people all had multiple sexual partners. But for some reason, when said, you know, modern woman says, Oh yeah, I wanna have a gangbang, she's like some sort of crazy slut. I I, I politely disagree. I'm gonna go ahead and say that like physically damn near everything about being a woman sexually would make every, everything would be easier to achieve with more people you know like uh, a guy's endurance uh, is not a problem when there's four of them uh getting touched all over simultaneously is something that I know that, like, a lot of chicks straight-up need. Um, I don't know that many, uh, I'm sorry, I said chicks again. Y'all gonna cry about it. I, I cry enough, all right? Everybody cries enough. We don't need to cry about chicks. Anyway. Chicks, uh, they, uh, they, uh, uh, Most of the people that I've had sex with need more than one type of stimulation to get off. Um, Women especially seem to need like either uh, clitoral and vaginal or like vaginal and boobs or like clit and boobs or like... uh, Clit and boobs, I'd say, is the most common combo. Like i I would i would you know if you're if you're somebody with sensitivity in their boobs clit and boobs seems to be uh a a a big a big like crowd pleaser uh and if simultaneously doing that depending on what position you're in can be real tricky that could be tough so uh uh you know having more than one person fixes that problem real easily You got, you know, team boobies, and then you got team butt, and then you got team vag, and then, like, team face and hair, you know? Or just, like, you know, give her something to do with her mouth. It's like, you know what I mean? I can't be the only person that isn't offended. If anything, is the opposite of offended by group sex. And, yeah, discovering that we have, you know, ancestors that are notorious for group sex absolutely makes sense to me that makes sense should make sense to you are we also like hardcore bred to be monogamous it's a nature versus nurture sort of deal you know like the the nurture says monogamy the nature says all sorts of different things we have other ancestors that had a lot of different instincts than the bonobos Uh, There are some very different types of primates that we are related to that don't have these, like, group sex traits. So not everybody, not everybody, not everybody, you know, not everybody's into this. Is that nature or nurture? I can't tell because you can't say that our society is a neutral sort of card in this. Like, women's sexuality goes peanut butter and jelly with purity in our culture white dress no sex before marriage i mean marriage is a is an exchange of property and that property's the goods have got to be pure that's the whole deal you can still get your hymen restitched today i don't know if that was the thing people ever used to do but I'll, i i i word that i worded this incorrectly maybe i'll edit it maybe i won't uh you can get your hymen surgically reattached today, right now. You could you could make a phone call right now and go get your hymen again if you lost it during a horseback accident or a gangbang. So I like who who wants that? Who wants their hymen again? getting rid of my hymen sucked why would anybody want to like relive that other than to perpetuate this weird sort of myth of female purity i get it there's some people that want to reclaim their virginity um i get that so if you've had sexual trauma and this is a way for you to uh spiritually physically mentally and emotionally heal and absolutely, I'm so happy that this is an option for you. Absolutely. Like, this is the- I, I, I'm, I'm sorry if I offended you initially, but it just- it, it sets off a lot of, like, angry lesbian- It's a, it's a very triggering sort of thing for angry, angry Becky Dyke, alright? Um, this sets off all of the, the angry Dyke traps. This is like, all the pots and pans are dangling down the stairs. Ah, uh, I you know I, I I just you know purity is some bullshit, all right. I don't want to live in a world that celebrates women's chastity the way that we do. I, I you know, everybody should be a whore. Everybody should be sexually empowered. They don't have to be a whore, but everybody should be sexually empowered. And um, women are straight up just not sexually empowered. That's kind of the root of all this. Oh my goodness! This episode is supposed to be about tops and bottoms. What the hell am I even doing? So I guess one way of being sexually empowered is to understand your sexual preferences in bed. I guess that's what I was trying to get at. Um, I would say that you should fire me, but guess fucking what? I am my own boss. Uh, yep. So, top and bottom. Uh. Heteronormative, procreative, cultural bullshit weighs heavily on our perceived sexual expressions. Um, so. Uh. heteronormative procreative cultural and social expectations uh, weigh heavily on the way we perceive our own sexuality and our own sexual expressions this affects straight people a lot um but they don't think that they you know should be doing anything else because it's all about it's basically a societal instruction manual for them but when you're a queer lady you get that same instruction manual and you flip through it and you're like i got a different model like i need a different i need a different instruction manual and you go up and you're like hey i have the so-and-so model this is the instruction manual for the other model And uh, if you live in Russia, they throw you in jail. It's like, whoa, 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 all right. But uh, uh, if you live in America, you know, they just just don't give you another instruction manual. There's just no, there's no, there's no instruction manual for your model. And instead they might tell you that your model is broken or that your model's defective. They might tell you that your model needs to be saved. You're recalled, you know. <laughs> There's a recall for your model. You better come in and get your your something something switched out so your airbag doesn't explode. So, uh, you know what I mean. We don't get an instruction manual. Um. So we take the existing. Some of us, some of us, especially when we're first starting out, we take the existing instruction manual and we try to to fix it because we think that they're related, you know what I mean? And that's how you end up with things like the blowjob fetish or things like uh, you know, I got to fuck my girlfriend otherwise I'm not like a real lesbian. Like I got to go I got to buy a dildo otherwise I'm not a real lesbian or I got to I got to fister, I got to do something. I got to be dominant otherwise I'm not a real lesbian. Um I I it's it's the same sort of trap that young pubescent boys fall into where they're not a real man unless they're super sexual and they smell terrible and they, you know, and it's like, and there are all these different sorts of like, uh, societal bullshit that they put on men. Uh, instead of being like, I'm a lesbian and I am the way that I am and I don't really need to change anything about myself, some lesbians go and they get the man's instructional manual and they just kind of try to make it work. And, uh, that comes with some bullshit. Same with the lady's instruction manual, it comes with tons of bullshit too. Uh, The shitty thing about being a queer person Is that you get the bullshit from both sides You get bullshit about Being a queer You get bullshit about not really fitting in With the regular Like lady instruction manual bullshit You don't fit in with the man's instruction manual You don't fit in with the woman's instruction manual Um I guess I'm trying to make an argument that They're like Shouldn't be instruction manuals at all but like isn't this all just very confusing like isn't like if there's no circumstance where we couldn't have a we would just wouldn't have instruction manuals because people would come up with one the moment we took them away the moment everybody was like listen no more instruction manuals there'd be somebody in the back of the class being like listen i know they say that there's no like set way to do it but I look what I did, it's such an amazing way to do it. So I think what we need to do is just talk about queer sex, talk about queer roles, talk about sex in a way that isn't so restricted to heteronormative ideas. Scrub out penetration as a qualifier for sex. If you scrub out penetration as a qualifier for sex, then everything makes a lot more sense. Uh, Rape makes a lot more sense uh, When it doesn't need to be penetrative Because when you take uh, The physical violation out of it Then you have to pay attention To the other types of violations That come with sex Like mental, emotional Violations That are part of being that vulnerable with someone So yes, okay, that was the, uh, 50-minute introduction to why penetration is not that big of a deal. Um... Ah... Have you guys read, there's this really, really good article on Autostraddle about top-bottom switch. Uh, it's like, and they did a survey, they did a poll on, uh, top-bottom and switch. And to my knowledge, there's, like, no other example of a lesbian survey like this. Uh, not everybody that does a survey on, uh, Autostraddle is, uh, is a lesbian. Or a queer, or a bi, or a pansexual, or a gay, um... But auto gets a ton of straight traffic. I don't know why straight, like, isn't uh, part of this survey. I guess straight people didn't take it. Um, so the survey, I'm going to post it on the Facebook, the Facebook uh, page. It's a really good survey. Um, the survey is like, uh... You know over half of the survey participants are 25 to 35 uh like 75 percent of them are 18 to 35 and uh 43 percent are lesbian 30 percent are queer 19 percent are bi or pansexual um overwhelmingly cisgendered survey group and uh, a 50-50, single and dating, monogamous... Uh, sort of most everybody's... Half of people are single, half of people are in a monogamous relationship. And uh, uh, some people are dating, some people are married. Uh, it's, all, it's all queer people. You know, the umbrella of queer uh, survey. That are between the ages 18 and 35. And it says that 52% of these correspondents, the survey correspondents identified as switch. Which brings me to my next point. If you're a queer woman and penetration is not a a necessary qualifier of uh, your sexuality, then like top and bottom, it's not so much that top and bottom it's not so much that they are switched, it's more that top and bottom doesn't apply. That's what it is. It's not that they're switched, it's that there is no topping and there is no bottoming because there's not that much of a dynamic with lesbian sex. It's not the same. It's a, com- it's a completely different type of dynamic. There are dominant and submissive roles. There are some really, really kinky uh, queer ladies uh, that that is a huge part you know kinksters that's a huge part of their sexuality um, but the thing is is that most of, most, most of the kinksters I know would not say that they uh, you know really are either or top or bottom they might say that they, they lean one way or the other but they would say that they're uh, dominant or submissive sooner than they would call themselves a top or a bottom. It seems like top and bottom, t- truthfully, it's mostly just a, a, a word for gay men to describe themselves on the internet. For 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 something, uh, you know, nice and, and one word, gives you an idea of which side of the spectrum they're on. But um, with gay men, it's also literally... A physical act It's a reference to a physical act When I asked my other gay friend Not the one with all the butt problems Um My butthole friend The one with all the butthole problems Uh Gave me Such A thorough Elaborate Detailed Personalized Uh Response To all of my questions And my other Gay friend who usually gives me advice on things um was literally like most people are either top or bottom and switching is difficult because like you know if you're bottoming that's usually like what you're doing for the night and if you're topping that's it's like hard to get warmed up to be a bottom you know and I was just like oh my god no like I'm not talking about, like, the physical act of topping or bottoming. I'm talking about the, like, sexual preference identity of topping or bottoming. You know? Um, I, I know a lot of straight people that talk about themselves like tops or bottoms. This might be one of those things where it's, like, gay culture bleeding into straight culture. Like, I hope so. But, uh, it also could be, uh, just the fact that, like... This is a super, uh, concise way to talk about a literal physical action for people where penetration is the whole deal. But, um, so Autostraddle Survey says that 52% of the LGBT correspondents on their website said that they were Switch, uh but if you read the article, you know, they have to they have to summarize toppy and bottomy things. That's a very subjective sort of list. Uh, the toppy things that they list are pursuing a partner, initiating sex, giving vaginal penetration, giving strap-on penetration. Um, you know, I guess those are those are some toppy things, yeah, but you know, it's, it's a pretty limited... It's a pretty limited thing of... There's a pretty limited view on what being a top is. Also, uh, some bottomy things, being pursued, initiating, having your partner initiate sex, um, receiving vaginal penetration, receiving strap-on penetration. Um, uh, you know, I just... I just, I'm not sure that this is, I, my point, the whole point of the, I guess the whole real point of the big rant about, the 45 minute rant about penetration is that, uh, is that this, this just doesn't apply to lesbians. It doesn't apply to queer ladies. It doesn't apply to queer sex. Um, power dynamic applies to queer sex. Age play applies to queer sex. Uh, size play applies to queer sex. Uh, But, you know, a sex act does not equal a sexuality. And a sexuality does not equal a sexual preference. So, um, you know, you can get ten lesbians in a room and say, does everybody here like giving oral sex? Uh, if one of those people doesn't raise their hand, they are not less of a lesbian than everybody else in the room. Um if you took the same group of lesbians and you said uh who here likes getting fucked with a strap on and uh you know two people raise their hands those people are not less of a lesbian because they're doing something quote unquote heteronormative with a phallus they're not less Gay at all Because a sex act In a sexuality Are separate things They're separate planets They don't even have like a train system That connects them uh, It's like a completely different It's a completely different world um, If a sex act Was equivalent to a sexuality Then all straight guys That watch anal porn are gay Because they like Butt stuff and butt stuff is for gay guys. Or, the inverse of that, all straight guys are all gay guys are straight because now straight guys like gay butt stuff. So straight guys like butt stuff now. Gay guys are now straight. Uh anytime a gay man has sex with a man, he's actually just straight because uh, butt stuff now is under the category of heteronormative sex. You know what I mean? Like a sex act and a sexual act, they're not the same. Um, you can get fucked and be a top simultaneously. Uh, there's this, there's this dildo that you can like, it's an insertable dildo. So you can fuck somebody while wearing the dildo that's fucking you. Um, I feel like it wouldn't work like... Uh, I'm just confident that it would fall out all the time of like either or or both. You know, I just I I've seen it. I've seen it. And I thought to myself, that thing's going to be on the floor every 10 seconds or, you know, it's just it's anyway. So if you have any experience with that, go ahead and go ahead and send me a message. Um, But the whole point is there's a lot of ways to be a top and a bottom for queer women. You can be dominant submissive, you can be big, small, you can be anything. Uh, Don't get so hung up on penetration. It's not the most important thing. Um, Penetration is, you know, just another means to an end like all the other type of sex acts. Again, Gonna give a huge shout-out to Mutual Masturbation. Um, it just checks all my boxes as far as, like, things that I really like about sex. It's very intimate. And, uh, uh... Uh... Yep. Give it a try. Try something new. Especially next time you're sick, you know, if one of you's got a cold... It's the best way to have cold sex. Except, I mean... You know, I don't know. Not everybody likes cold sex. I'm just a horny bastard. Um, it's my curse. Definitely think I am, uh, more of a bonobo than I am, uh, whatever the other one is. I gotta do my research better. Okay. I think that's gonna be it for today. Uh, ta-ta for now. more.